0: It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of Retire Repurposed. Well, we've got an action-packed podcast for you today, so I wanna get right into it. Pastor and life coach, Brad Keller, is back in the studio to talk about mindset. Retirement is a new season with a new set of challenges. However, if you enter retirement, or any new season for that matter, with the proper perspective and mindset, It's going to open up doors for you to walk into God's fullness and abundance for your life. In this podcast, Brad talks about the spiritual applications of having the proper mindset, and he's going to give you three things that will happen whenever you walk into a new season, including retirement. Enjoy this episode. All right, so excited! I've got Brad Keller back in the studio today. Brad, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and joining me today.
1: Hey, Jared, it's great to be here.
0: Man, you're you're a good you're a good friend of mine. You're I consider you a a, a pastor. You're a, you're a life coach. Um, you're kind of retired. We're going to talk about that. How do you how I, what is your title? What is well, who are you? What do you do?
1: I am Brad Keller, and I'm a life coach. Uh, and my motto is helping leaders lead. So I. I live my life pouring out a legacy of helping other people achieve their leadership capacity. Because when you come out of your mother's womb, you're born with a capacity, but many times in life we get stuck. Something about you at the age of 45, you're a brand new daddy.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, my season's a little bit different than yours. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, but
1: but nevertheless, you're in a season.
0: I'm just continuing to grow in my own mindset, and that's what we're going to talk about today is really what, what are spiritual applications yes. or aspects of, of, of mindset. And I think you're... you're You're leading into today's show really well because whether you're retired or middle-aged like me or a new father, there's different journeys that we have and there's different mindsets that we can adapt um, that you're going to need to understand to really maximize what God's trying to do um, in your own life. You know, the word retirement, again is taken as now you know, you're kind of semi-retired, so you're slowing down. The truth is that you're not slowing down. You were just no. in Poland. You're headed to Mexico for more missions work and whatnot. You're right. still involved with your local church here in West At Central Minnesota. At the age of 66, 66, exactly, my
1: wife and I are living our best life Not just taken from Joel Osteen, but I'm living my best life, our best life. And we are, we've stepped into our greatest season. I don't know if you've, if you have, if you've heard this latest statistic, I'm not sure who put it out, but your listeners can Google it is your greatest decade of your life. ready for this is between the ages of 60 and 70. I've heard that. That's the greatest decade. The second greatest decade of your life is between 70 to 80. Mm -hmm. And the third greatest decade of your life is between 50 to 60. So I'm in my greatest decade. And the season that I'm living in is the season of significance. I call it the season of significance where I am pouring out, My legacy, the difference between your legacy and your inheritance. Talking about Mm -hmm. retirement in your inheritance is what you leave behind. Your legacy is who you Mm -hmm. leave behind. And so I am giving my life now to who Am I leaving behind the men and women that I am pouring into and raising up as leaders and helping them achieve their capacity? I, but on January 1st, I stepped into a new season. And so I just want to talk to you today about our mindset. There's three things that are going to happen in our mindset for every new season. So whether your listeners are are stepping into a season of retirement, a season of, 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 uh, their health changes, uh, and it's a new season. Um, whether your listeners are stepping into a season of living in the, in your decade of your forties and fifties, mm-hmm. that you're still tapping into your success. I want to talk to you about three things that have to happen in your mindset,
0: I, I, I love that. And for those of you who uh, aren't familiar, Brad is an intense guy. We've had him on the show before. <laughs> uh, this is why I wanted you on the show because we've been talking a lot about mindset and God's journey. And I got to tell you, before you came in to record this uh, episode, I really didn't know exactly what we're going to talk about, but it was pretty apparent the direction that this was going to go. You, you you come in here pretty prepared. Uh, but I, I love your take. Before we get into it, I, I, I do. I love your take because lots of times when we start talking about mindset, it makes it makes it a little uncomfortable for some christians to hear because it sounds a little new agey a little too you know prosperity gospel name it and claim it yes you know that's a turn off for a lot of you know christians and whatnot and i understand that and i can i can totally respect that but there are so many there are so many applications of how our mindset is in the bible how Correct. god wants us to think and how sometimes even with some of our mindsets we think that we're paying homage to um, to, to God by, you know, uh, you know, trying to live a certain way when really he may be knocking on the door to say, no, 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 there's more. Like there's a, no, there's a whole other area that I want to right. bless you in and for you to see abundance. And I think our my, our biggest hindrance to me from what I've seen in my own life is really how we think about those things Correct. and how we view those things.
1: And let me share with you a scripture that will challenge us In the process of how we think, uh, Proverbs 23 verse seven says, I'm quoting it from the King James as a man thinketh, Mm -hmm. so is he. So when Stephen Covey, who was a Mormon wrote the book, seven habits, seven habits of highly effective people, he was actually quoting scripture when he said, when one of those principles begin with the end in mind. Mm Th- that came from the Bible. As a man thinketh, so is he. So, Brad Keller's version of that is you have to get there first in your thinking before you can get there in your living. Mm-hmm. Your thinking will always go first yeah. before your living. So, let, let me, and then uh, another scripture, because. Uh, If you want to talk about the spiritual application of how our mind affects our living, listen to the message Bible in second Corinthians chapter six, verse 12, again, second Corinthians chapter six, verse 12. It says, dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open, spacious life. We did not fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. It's interesting. The Apostle Paul is telling us, I didn't fence you in. The smallness comes from how you think. So our thinking has to go before our living. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to go to new levels of living, of retirement, Brenda and I are living our dream. We are fulfilling the purpose of our life. We just got back from Poland of ministering to businessmen and women and pastors. Well, if I didn't see myself doing that in my mind, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have lived that.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: so let me talk to you what has to, what's going to happen in, in any person's uh, life when they end one season and go to the next season And uh, I think, uh, let me just use, so I I use me as an example that on January 1st, I stepped into a new season. And then for you at the age of 45, as a new daddy, again, you've stepped into a new season. Granted, you've been there before because you have other children, Mm -hmm. but there are some new things that you're learning that you have to embrace in your thinking. Mm -hmm. And so they are number one this is This is where we have to get our mind around this when you whenever you step into a new season, number one, God is going to reintroduce you to himself. Hmm. God reintroduces you to himself hmm. because when I stepped into semi-retirement now, for forty three years, that's all I've known was pastoring. Hmm. and all of a sudden, I'm not pastoring anymore. I have to learn. All about who God is now.
0: Yeah. So how does how, do, how does what's that look like? How does well, that, that feel like?
1: For me, I had to go away on a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. I had to stop being so driven, and so and stop putting things in place where I would I would I would have to do do do, mm-hmm. because all of a sudden now, I didn't have a job to go to, mm-hmm. and I needed to go away to find out who this God is mm-hmm. because now. I needed rest. Mm-hmm. And so I had to find out that he is the God of rest. He restores my soul. Mm-hmm. That amazing. word restore from Psalms 23 is plural. It doesn't happen just once. Mm-hmm. And how many times, Jared, do we, do we, the, the moment we wake up in the morning, we pick up our phone and, and the world is at our fingertips. And so, Everything that's coming into our thinking Mm -hmm. is negative. That is not good for your soul. And so God has to reintroduce himself. And then secondly, so when you became a new daddy, God had to reintroduce himself now because there's a new level of trust. You got to trust God for certain things. You're 45. You're not 23. Maybe when you became the, when you were a first dad, Mm -hmm. now 20 years later, things are different. So God's reintroducing himself. The second thing that has to happen in your mind is that God wants you, he's going to cause you to reintroduce you to you. Mm -hmm. So for me, I had, I had to focus on who am I? Who is Brad Keller? Because who you are is more important than what you do. Mm -hmm. Because for 43 years, I did, did, did. And knowing something about you, Jared, you're driven. You do, do, do. I can't keep up with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't keep up with you. Let's dissect some of this just a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, You brought up a lot there. First of all, um, you talked about how you you can't really become the person that you can't envision. Yes. Um, I had a chance. I was on the road yesterday for like eight hours. I had a speaking engagement a long ways away, and so I had a lot of windshield time. And I've brought up uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy on on the show before. We've talked a lot about his book. Ten X is easier than two X. He has another book called "Be Your Future Self Now." I listened to that entire book yesterday, and it it really really rocked my world. Like I have not stopped thinking about it since. But it's this whole. It's the same. It's the same concept. That goes back to the scripture of, you know, as a man thinketh, so is he. Basically saying that if you think that you are a certain way, you will actually start to become that person. God will give you, he will give you the tools to become that person. And um, psychology nowadays is kind of changing. For years and probably hundreds of years, it really talked about how um, you you are you are you are what you've been through, and yes. so to really try to break through, you've got to continue to look into the past. Victor Frankl was actually one of the first psychologists to to break through that. He he's the famous psychologist from Europe who was actually in the uh, concentration camps in Auschwitz and survived.
1: And I was there. I I visited. you Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And he said that his drive, his hope for who he wanted to become and what he wanted to do, is what got him through that horrible, horrible experience. And Dr. Benjamin Hardy references that a lot, basically saying you live today to make deposits and investments into the person that you want to become, because as a man thinketh, so he is. And so I just love the spiritual ties to the science of psychology and how we think. And so
1: does God. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states.
0: That see that's the other thing too. That's why I was excited to have you on because you you are of you are of retirement age and you're experiencing this in real time. And I love th- these two points. We've only we've we've gone only gone through through two of the three points. But when you go through new seasons, God has to reintroduce you to Himself. You do that through rest. We're always encouraging retirees once they retire or before go through a period of rest because you need to reevaluate. You know again god's placement in your life who he is and then rediscover who you are and i think that that's really huge i've actually said that even in my own life as i've kind of had gone through new season i said i've i've been saying this to people here uh, around here and my friends i said i feel like i'm rediscovering kind of who i am again and it's really it's really invigorating yes
1: and there's three things i'm i we make we, we make get into this at another time, but there's three things that really Jared is doing. Mm -hmm. You are rediscovering, you're recovering, and you're uncovering. Yeah you're discovering who you are, you're uncovering things and you're recovering things. Mm -hmm. And I believe that those are the three things that really facilitate our thinking of who we become. And when you talk about the spiritual application, another scripture that uh, ties into this, I love, I love the message Bible and in Matthew chapter nine verses 27 through 30, it says, Jesus healed two blind men. He asked them, do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said, yes. And then Jesus said this, become what you believe. Bingo. Yeah. So if we don't become mm-hmm. Jesus, here's here's what I'm always teaching leaders. Who you are becoming is more important than what you're doing. Bingo. Jesus is not interested in what Brad is doing he's more interested mm-hmm. in who Brad is becoming. And mm-hmm. John chapter 1 verse 12, he gave you the right to become sons of God. Mm-hmm. And then in Mark chapter 3, Jesus sought out his 12 disciples and it says there in verse 13 that they might be with him. Mm-hmm. And so our being has to come yep. before our doing.
0: That's that's a be- beautiful thing because I can envision who I want to be next year, even though I haven't become that person yet. Yes. I can start to become him now, today. Yes, I just have to start acting like him and, right. w- and stepping into that. Right. And I think that's a huge misstep from retirees and Christians yes. in general. They don't. They don't. They don't ever bridge that gap. Right.
1: Let me. Let me tell you what gets those people, anyone in life in general, stuck from moving to that next level. Even though they have the potential to go there, uh, have you ever? When was last time you took your kids to a circus and you saw the elephants?
0: About a year ago. <laughs> okay,
1: and those elephants probably weigh one, two, three tons. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly, but where are those? What What keeps those elephants in one location? Their ankle is tied, has a rope around it mm-hmm. to a stake in the ground. Now, have you ever thought about this, that those huge elephants are in one position and they're, they're still and they've been trained to have that rope, a flimsy rope around their ankle to maybe uh, a stake in the ground that they, they have the strength to pull that out. But here's what happens. When they are young elephants, babies, the, the caretaker of them puts a huge rope around their leg, one leg, and ties it to a stake. And because it is so strong and the stake is really in there, that baby elephant cannot pull loose. They try to yank their foot and they're, they're bound up. Mm-hmm. They, they've been conditioned to stay there. Because of that. So now the elephant grows to adulthood mm-hmm. and you still see those adult elephants with a stake mm-hmm. and a flimsy rope holding them in place. Why? Because they have been conditioned right. to think that. Mm-hmm. And how many times do we in our life, Jared, we've been conditioned to think small—that's mm-hmm. why I love what the Apostle Paul said in that message Bible in Second Corinthians, chapter uh, six, verse twelve. You have been conditioned to think small. So let me just tell you how I think. I may live in small New London, Minnesota, a population of
0: maybe a thousand people, a thousand people, <laughs> people
1: twelve hundred. Yeah, but I don't think small. Mm-hmm. I have been to twenty-three nations teaching leadership. We just got back from Poland. My wife and I are becoming missionaries Mm -hmm. to the marketplace. At the age of 66, we are missionaries to the marketplace and we will be living in Merida, Mexico, ministering to the 20,000, you can Google it, the 20,000 expatriates that are already calling Merida their home. Mm -hmm. will be providing an English speaking service to them. But anyway, I'm just, I'm just saying that if I don't see myself going there, I won't go there. Mm -hmm. So everything has to start with your thinking. Mm -hmm. And so you can't go to the new levels in your life if your thinking doesn't go there.
0: I think it's, it's such a great point. And, And if you can, if you can get over that and, and because your thinking is going to be a lens by which you operate exactly. from. And so if, if your lens is foggy and you're coming from a place of scarcity or fear, yes. uh, you will never reach this point. We have have about two or three minutes left, Brad. We've covered kind of the first two parts of okay. how, what people experience for every season. First of all, God will introduce, reintroduce you to himself. God will reintroduce you to you. What's the third point? And
1: the third one is, you'll love this, Jared, because this is all about you and your business here, is it, it to every season that you go into God will number three reintroduce you to your purpose mm-hmm. because every one of us has purpose. But what gets, what gets us stuck is that we don't believe in ourself. We don't believe in what capacity we have in us. And therefore we get stuck and we, we live a life of mediocrity, mm-hmm. we and the and the and the Greek, the Latin word mediocrity means halfway up the mountain. So we stop short yep. of our fullest potential. And mm-hmm. let me ask you this, Jared: Whenever you meet a sixty-six year old, do you say to them, "Boy, you sure have a lot of potential"?
0: Do I do I say that to their face? No, no, no. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been asked that. I don't know. What, what? Okay. Yeah. Do
1: you say it to a 20-year-old?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Why is that?
1: Because no. the older we get, you 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 have potential, but you don't say it mm-hmm. because we ought to be living right. in, our, in our fullest purpose. So your life is, you come out of your mother's womb, uh, Jeremiah chapter 1. That before you were even formed in your mother's mother's womb, mm-hmm. I knew you and you are destined. So you come out of your mother's womb with purpose, but we live a life of trying to discover mm-hmm. what that is. And so as a life coach, I come alongside and help men and women discover their purpose. And so when you step into your fullest purpose, you're living your dream. So at your age, you're probably in the season of success. Not probably, you are. Whatever you're touching, it's successful. And that's called convergence. Uh, Coaching teaches that convergence happens probably between 40 to 50 years old. You're, You're learning about who you are, and who you are is made up of your natural talent, your spiritual gifts, your acquired skill set, and your experiences. And one word sums up your experiences. It's called your pain. Mm-hmm. And when you put all four of those three all four of those together, it's called convergence. And so when you know who you are, then you're living your life at your fullest potential because you're understanding your purpose. Yes. What's an
0: actionable step our our listeners could do to kind of start thinking in a different way? All right.
1: To start thinking in a different way, to change your life, you have to start thinking different and you have to rethink. Rethinking is harder than thinking. Purpose is different than just thinking about it. So, for example, and again, uh, bringing the spiritual application to our everyday life. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 says, uh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. A stronghold is a lie that is in your brain. And I don't know if you've ever thought about squatters, but a squatter is someone who lives in somebody's place rent free, and they don't have the right to be there, but they choose to stay there. Mm -hmm. And so how many people do we have, do we know that has a squatter living in our brain rent free? A squatter in our brain is a lie, Mm -hmm. and we let that lie control us. For example, you mentioned the word fear. So for many years, fear kept you back from moving into the future because that was your lens. And so you had to confront your fear. The moment you confront something in your life, you change it because what you, what you don't confront, you tolerate and what you tolerate eventually controls you. I hope that this has been helpful to your listeners. If, if anyone wants to get a hold of me, my email is lifecoachbradkeller at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Brad Keller. Would love to hear some of your thoughts and feedback as to how you're processing your thinking and, and how you have to get there in your thinking first before you do, before you go there in your living.
0: Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Retire Repurpose with Pastor and Life Coach Brad Keller. Until next time, I'm Jared Sebesta. Remember, don't retire, become repurposed. We'll see you then. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA/SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax affiliated insurance agency.